No, because this is going to come out after the Eurovision, so I have to like temper all my Eurovision chat and pretend that I didn't. Yes, please. I still haven't watched any of the songs. Well, like what half of them it? are gone now. Yeah. <laughs> like, huh? Semi finals happened, so like 12 of them are gone. See, I didn't even know there were semi finals. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I don't know you anything. Sweet summer child. My parents forbade me. <laughs> <laughs> I was a child. No, because like, Spain's good at it now. They've decided like they, they, they're going to take it seriously. And now but I imagine the semi finals thing is new, isn't it? Oh, relatively. I like, guess. I doubt it was there in the ah, 90s. Right? No, See? 2000s. 2000s when yeah. I started. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because of the fragmentation of the Soviet Union. Yeah. Eastern Bloc expansion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only they had so many more. If countries. Yugoslavia didn't break up, there wouldn't be semifinals. Yeah. <laughs> is basically ah, it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I have I have exciting Eurovision 2024 news that everyone's very excited for. What? Luxembourg has joined the competition again. The first time in 30 years, why? the musical powerhouse that is Luxembourg. Why did they leave, and why are they joining again? Why do they leave? Oh <laughs> uh, God, petty bullshit, probably. So oh, you don't know the... I thought you would know the, No, yeah, the right? So, like, so if Luxembourg are in, are Israel out? No. <laughs> no. It'll be a cold day now before that happens, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, no, what, what was it? Uh, the, only, the only one that I do know is that, like, Erdogan personally is basically keeping Turkey out of the competition. Like, he's, like, the only one opposed to it happening. That, Everyone... That's what could get him re-elected. <laughs> <laughs> no, because, like, the Turkish people want to come back. They, they love it. Mm, I don't know. Okay. They were good at it. They were just, like, I don't know. They would just do, like, the Disney soundtrack for a film set in Turkey. That was, that was their theme all the time. It was just mm. like, oh, we're Turkish. And everyone was like, yeah, you are. Yeah. <laughs> that's there, all you have to do. Is there any country that sings in their own language this year? Oh, yeah, tons. Yeah, Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> Controversial <laughs> opinion. Oh my god! Did you see the drama with like the Ireland? Uh, oh, your guy being like pettiest. <laughs> yeah, the the rest of Europe has a conspiracy against Ireland, even oh though we hold god. the records for most wins. But whatever. Oh, one of the singers said that. Yeah, yeah on the Instagram. Main singer yeah. Of, oh, wild, wild youth. youth. Uh. Oh, wild youth. Nothing yeah. wild or young about them. I yeah, wild youth. I think I definitely heard about them like a fucking decade ago or something. They're on that like Kona. Really? Danny Corona yeah. kind of scene, aren't they? Oh. They opened for Westlife once, but like in 2018. You know, you know they're <laughs> fucking terrible when like Robbie Keane is doing like 15 Instagram stories of like, could all my followers vote for them? Look, there's a PR manager somewhere in Dublin working his ass off. For well, this. didn't their actual manager get yep. sacked before the oh, thing? Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. he was a transphobic and Corona no, vaccine and denying. And as well. Mm -hmm. I'm pro Putin. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just a just a <laughs> grab was, bag. Of one and he was very mad about Ukraine. Yeah. Uh, Being winning, in it. No, oh, winning. winning last year. And he's an Irish guy, is he? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, and just like yeah, he was tweeting all this shit, and they fired him, which is like good. Yeah. But then yeah, it was so funny because they lost in the semi-final semi one. Yeah. The first semi-final. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he just posted like. <laughs> the main singer just posted <laughs> a picture being like the truth is they never gave ireland a chance oh so he's still on side with them no 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 no, 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 no the singer, singer the not the manager singer, oh yeah. Yeah, and yeah, by yeah. day was it like an in, in so, brackets day uh, double brackets day what, what? like is, is this an anti-semitic thing he's doing oh <laughs> no no well i can understand what you're thinking yeah the 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 the, the elders of zion are stopping us from getting us to the final of the eurovision <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 he was just like, 
really upset that like nobody cared about them yeah it's like it was fucking terrible it was it was like i listened to the song itself and i was like man that's something that i would like that i listened to when i was like 15 yeah well that's good and, like, if a lot of 15 year olds are into it that's the thing but like eurovision it's like like there's a lot of old people watching it's mm. yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah exactly a lot of like which, which they queer they, adults that too but they you have to lead into the other side of the vote which is like the old women uh, voting because like yeah no there's like, again my patented theory of understanding Eurovision the fuckable grandson they were definitely the on the what? grandson the side of things the fuckable grandson the fuckable grandson yeah if you want to appeal to the two different types of Eurovision audience which is like the very calm <laughs> LGBT like uh, uh, semi-ironic viewing yeah okay. fuckable but if you want to appeal to the old biddies in the middle of rural Poland who are watching because they have nothing better to do you have yeah. to look like you're a good grandson who would call as in, like, but they still want to. They want to. They want to. No, fuck no, their no. That the other, the other people want to fuck him. You have to. Oh, you have to. You have to be. You have okay. to. So, you have to solve the contradiction. You know, ah. thesis, yeah. antithesis, synthesis. Yeah. Um, but can you be openly gay to the rural no. Polish grandmother? No, no. You can, you're only allowed to be camp. Camp. Yeah. Yeah. That's no, right. like like British seventies camp. There's a there's a yeah. bit of like you can be. I still cannot stress enough that there's huge portions of the European audience, both West and East, that will just see two men kissing and be like, this is the straightest thing I've ever seen in my fucking life. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, they're just like, do not pick up on any of the signals or yeah. anything. Well, yeah. Brezhnev went around kissing everyone open-mouthed, didn't he? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Like that. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah it's a, it's a, yeah, they're all doing the Soviet kiss of friendship, or whatever yeah. that was called. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, but I, I saw a clip of Ireland's um, <laughs> like, it was it was bad it was definitely he was off key yes he was yeah very there, off key and then the stage like it was just like it was bad I f yeah, that's the thing I felt well, I, I didn't hear it but they, they went kind of glam rock didn't they visually yeah, visual. glam visually, rock but yeah. still like the song was very like Westlife yeah. it was very kind of like Irish 90s pop band okay yeah. like, like uh, which seems to be every Irish fucking Eurovision song doesn't it yeah, yeah. because we do oh, the, last year it was horrible awful well. awful can't yeah. remember that the uh, um Ireland, girl, Ireland is becoming like what Britain was in the competition for ages, which is like, oh, we're so above this. Or I was like, okay, why can't you win then? <laughs> Show up. <laughs> like, but like, we kind of are above it, you know? Like we were winning it when we were, you know, we were winning it when, and stuff. No, we were winning. And win now, you know, we're, you know, corporation tax, Google, no, Facebook. No, no. The don't myth, need that shit. That's the, that's the myth. But no, we were winning it back when they forced you to sing in one of the languages from your country. So back when we were winning it, we were like, we could sing in English when a bunch of countries couldn't. And that's why we were winning. Ah. Yeah. The UK also has a lot of wins from the same period of time. They have like five wins. Because they sing. They were singing in English. And people, and people on the continent understood. Yeah. When someone would come I think along. that's completely downgrading all those wins by saying that. Oh, absolutely. It is. A hundred percent. Yeah. I, I, no, I'm not going to go along with it. <laughs> <laughs> Did, didn't Spain used to win a lot as well? Like no, no. You guys 16? haven't like... Well, like when Franco, 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 rigged, <laughs> Franco rigged it once. Uh, oh, he did? Yeah, which is a whole story for another day. Um, pretends to be shocked. Yeah. But no, you guys are like... You came third last year. That was like the first time in like oh, 25 yeah. years. Oh, 25. Yeah. yeah. So you like, and it's all because of um, because Benazor. Because she was hot as fuck. 
Oh, she was, yeah. Uh, very on the fuckable scale, nothing on the grandson scale. I can tell they're you that comparing, much. Uh, <laughs> They're comparing uh, Israel's this year's entrance. She's to, copied. To, yeah. She's copied the whole thing. I saw her outfit as well. I'm like, excuse me, that's yeah. literally what... What's her name? Chanel? Chanel, yeah. Slow-mo. Or last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Ukraine won it last year. Yeah, they did, yeah. Why are you saying Spain won it? No, Spain no, came third. War. Oh, third. Yeah. Third, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gosh. But like, because that's the conspiracy theory amongst the manager as well, that if it wasn't for like the Ukraine solidarity vote, Spain would have won. Yeah. yeah. But like, of course, there's going to be a Ukraine solidarity vote. Yeah. Yeah, of course. It's not is. really a conspiracy <laughs> no, theory. No, no. Like, you know? <laughs> turns out, actually, lots of What this of war-torn country needs is to host the Eurovision. That's yeah. both of them. It actually turns out lots of people don't like war. Shit. Crazy. <laughs> no, but back <laughs> then, nuts. back then when the Eurovision was on, when back then when Ukraine won it, everyone was loving war. Now, it's just a year on, we've realized that, oh, well, yeah. the, everyone else has realized that maybe... maybe I don't think the Eurovision happen. audience was loving war. <laughs> they were loving... Uh, I don't think it's, it's not exclusively like journalists for the Washington Post who yeah. are voting. Like, <laughs> although, what a competition that would be. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, hey, welcome to Weekly Cornish Baby. It's me, Kieran, and I'm with here with Uma. Hello. And we're joined by special guest, uh, Kevin. How you doing? Hey, how's it going? That's good. Thanks for uh, thanks for flying me in and putting me up for three days. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. How, how big is this budget? Uh, it goes forever. Uh, uh, as we've been contracted by, I don't know, CIA, Habsburgs. I can't remember what the most recent joke is, uh, where all the money uh, comes the from. Kremlin, the Kremlin. The yeah. Kremlin, yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> the Kremlin definitely don't have enough money to be... Oh God, no! I love, I love, I love whenever I read plans of like Russia trying to win hearts and minds. Yeah. There was one in uh, um, my my general theory is the dumber the the plan sounds, the more real it is because they're just like not good at trying to win people's hearts and minds. Yeah. So like there there was like the the plan was oh they've been funding lots of politics in Germany to get like the AfD, Die Linke, and Sarah Wagenknecht to team up and make one like anti-war block and it's like you can't even get die linke and zara wagenknecht to work together but it's it's, it's it's interesting you say that that's literally the only news that i read about the only read news that i read about in like irish times and stuff like that in irish media yeah is about that yeah, yeah, yeah. like the only german news all the opinion columns and stuff is like the far left and the far right are being pushed together by kremlin yeah. and then you know I'm obviously going to be skeptical and unbelieving of this. And then yeah. I read like fucking 20 opinion columns and then my brain is like, oh, maybe this is happening. You know, like... <laughs> I believe... No, that's I, how they get you. Yeah. <laughs> I believe there's someone's like... Someone's nephew in the Kremlin has been like given this task. Mm. Whether it will Greg. actually manifest the and Kremlin work. Greg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kremlin <laughs> Greg. Greg. Greg, Greg, of Greg of Adir, Gregovich. Uh, yeah, no, like he's been he's been given a he's been given this task, and it's just not going to work. Mm. But like, yeah, those things. Like the was the one they exposed in America. They were like they were funding yes California, the movement for like Californian succession. That like Are you that's a thing. Exactly. This is what the Russia was like. <laughs> We're all chips on this, baby. This is how mm. we get rid of the USA. Oh mm. And it's like, yeah, 20, 20 guys who play way too much Heart of Iron, like really into this, I guess. I'm sure at some point Spain was like, oh, yeah, the Russians are funding Catalonia to, get, to be independent or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, 
probably they sent a check somewhere that ended up in a post box that got like ignored or something. I don't know. Like yeah. they 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 don't know what they're doing with this. Like they said, they gave all their money to like Salvini in Italy, and then like, oops, <laughs> Maloney's in charge. I'm yeah, like, yeah, well, yeah. we fought that one. So anyway, speaking of uh, uh, um, former Soviet Union, I guess uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make this. I'm gonna. Weave wow. it together. The way, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the way you connect hang on, hang on. Let me cook here. <laughs> Let me cook. Now I want I want to talk about a recurring character uh, on this podcast just for a little bit of an amuse bouche. Uh, um, Bera Ivanishvili is at it again. Um, Who is? Ah, uh, yeah. Okay, so Uma has not been around for a lot of Bera episodes. Is, listen. People from this podcast, you guys, you just say random word like yeah. random. There's a bunch of noises that you you think I know who they are, but I'm not <laughs> as like online as you guys are. No, like I'm the only person in like who doesn't speak Georgian who posts about Barry Finnish Billy. Yeah, and then the listeners know who the, who he is. Yeah, and I'm there like I don't know. Through my insistence and my insistence alone. Uh, okay, so for <laughs> recap for new listeners and definitely not for people in the room. For Kevin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, 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 no. Please. Barry Ivanishvili is the albino rapper son of Georgia's richest man, uh, Bidzvina Ivanishvili, who uh, um, runs the political party Georgian Dream, which is named after his son's first single, Georgian Dream, and his record label, Georgian Dream. The uh, majority shareholder of his record label is the current prime minister of Georgia, uh, Iraq Vishvili. Iraqi something visually okay anyway that's not important bear has been in a lot of like bear's wikipedia page has a controversies section right because early last year a bunch of tapes were leaked of him and the current prime minister talking about how they're going to use state security services to harass his online critics not like political critics like his musical critics okay yeah yeah <laughs> valid so ma- mostly this was like Totally fine. Some <laughs> waiters in Tbilisi who'd posted yeah. on Facebook about how this album sucks. One 14-year-old was made cry in front of his, like, neighbors. Uh, what? Things- <laughs> like, someone was like, call them fire or something? Like, like this, like, no, because the state security service rolls up. State security, security came up around to- and was like... Oh, my God. Yeah, don't be uh, talking shit about Bear's new uh, album. Um, look at the head in you. <laughs> I've, I've listened to all of his music. Um... And is it is it like is it shit? Is oh it, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, like, what would you expect? <laughs> <laughs> it could be. Hey, could it be could happen. Right, yeah. It could happen. The son of hey, the son of George's richest man could have could natural have talent. talent. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not something he paid his way into. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah but like, there's enough good post production around now that you could make it. Yeah, probably like Love, decent. Yeah. Okay, know? yeah, it's serviceable. Run it through AI or fucking. If you heard it on the radio, it wouldn't be like this doesn't belong on the radio. Yeah, yeah, radio's yeah. terrible. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, and sometimes he sings in French and I don't really know enough French Wait, songs. What? Yeah, because he was born in Paris because he was like kind of in exile when he was born. He's 28 years old and was all like, mm. oh, Georgia yeah. was doing civil war back then, I guess. Mm. Um, doing. Doing. <laughs> they, were, they were going they through were a civil phase. War yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who hasn't? Yeah. And um, <laughs> so, anyway, controversy section. However, Bear has not been posting a lot lately. He's big on TikTok. Um, because he's currently implicated in an honor killing trial. Uh, what? Yeah, where like a teenager killed another teenager in Georgia and uh, basically implicated that like he got the idea from Bera Ivanishvili. Uh, from his music? From his like social media posts and stuff like that. Yeah. 
because the bear is about family um and like don't insult my mom and things like this and if you do i might kill you implication implication anyway so he's hired what i'm assuming is a, a bunch of people to edit his wikipedia page and this came to my attention when he went with the bold strategy of under controversy someone just replaced the whole section about the whole tapes and you know harassing critics and stuff with just the word none um which bold move it's never been done before <laughs> we've never tried this can you not just delete the actual like controversies thingy i i think you might need like well no you need the editors from that yeah you need a higher status yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, so uh, he's obviously uh editor status okay he's yeah. obviously got to the to the editors well no because everybody can um, edit the edit like the content body. yeah but it only stays edited for like half an hour before one of the well, editors well it surprised you to learn that this like random Georgian B-list yeah, celebrity Wikipedia page <laughs> in English is a highly monitored except by freaks like me <laughs> um, so how did you even who oh I have to shout out Ben from Bad Gaze he was the one who found oh, it because okay. like of you course. were you were talking about him on um, the episode of CPAC and he was listening to that and he was yeah, like oh true, true, what's Bera up to uh, yeah. and then he checked the Wikipedia page and he took the screenshot and sent it to me hmm. um, so I love how people just send you the most random shit being like everything that happens with <laughs> everything that happens with Bera even really anything that happens with Volt I just get sent all I get tagged in it immediately anyway <laughs> Uh, Eurovision now this time of year. The do, 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 do. anyway, so that's what happens. And then obviously <laughs> people come in and be like, "What?" Um, then people who Stan Barra or his dad's political party come in and say the tapes were fabricated. Uh, um, I listened to the audio. I don't understand Ge Georgian, but it doesn't seem like AI voice. Yeah. I don't feel like anyone's made an AI voice for the Georgian language oh, yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, so for this guy specifically. Yeah. Um, but he wasn't saying, go and kill this person. No, the guy, no, but he, the guy was just influenced by the music. That was the honor killing, but no, on those tapes, he is <laughs> saying that, like, we should get state security services to harass the people oh, who are mean okay. to Okay, so Facebook. this isn't, like, some, like, fucking acid trip Beatles thing where <laughs> someone goes and kills, like... No no, 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 no. I don't know why I said acid trip Beatles. I don't know who <laughs> went on an acid trip from listening to the Beatles and killed anyone. I'm sure they did. Mark somebody, David Chapman. probably yeah. somebody. Um, anyway, so that happens, and then it gets replaced with, like... People are constantly doing this editing war. It's the most activity this Wikipedia page has seen. <laughs> yeah. One of the people who come in an editor in, in edits proves that they are Barra's digital media manager and uploads their CV. And like, I'm looking at this. And then the editors come in being like, you're too close to the source. You're not allowed to edit the page uh, okay. uh, and stuff like that. Weird thing. He doesn't want to be called a rapper anymore. Which I feel like is sad. Okay. He just wants to be called a musician. He's past the rapping phase, <laughs> I guess. He's, he's like a, a DJ a that's like, album. I'm actually a producer. Yeah. <laughs> that's everybody in Berlin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I actually had my mate in mind who I'm going to meet now in a minute. <laughs> Shout out, Mark. Um, okay. Then then a new section gets added by what I'm what I'm now suspecting are a bunch of people who just really like the political party Georgian Dream who are now in like <laughs> who are in power. Um and they add a section after they reluctantly admit we're gonna have to keep up the bit about you having a bunch of tapes harassing Facebook critics. Um so they add this section of uh, um 
claiming that that those tapes are fabricated and says, following, this is the same group that accused Bera of plotting the 1996 death of Tupac. Uh, Links. What? Yeah. (laughs) Links. But he would have been like six or something, would he? Uh, who would have been oh no it gets to that don't worry okay. um, on September 7th 1996 famous American rapper Tupac Shakur uh, uh, brackets Tupac with the two mm. uh, to let you know yeah. uh, uh, was shot four times in Los Angeles the rapper died of injuries on September 13th despite numerous theories and investigations with the murder or murders of Tupac uh, uh, the murder's true identity is still unknown uh, and then, last sentence, in all caps, Bera Ivanishvili was born on December 23rd, 1994, and wouldn't even be two years old on September 7th, 1996. Two years old. Two years old. So okay. what, are we, what are we trying to say here? So, <laughs> <laughs> the Georgians have learned how to mold time before them. No, uh, uh, um, so they link to this post that supposedly... Uh, um, been made by the political opposition to frame this sweet innocent rapper boy uh, um and it's very clear it's very obviously like a joke it's very obviously someone just taking the piss and like shit posting on facebook being like yeah oh yeah new conspiracy theory bear killed tupac <laughs> okay <laughs> oh my God. like all the like i actually didn't take it as a joke when you're saying it <laughs> <laughs> actually, yeah like at the yeah. end of this is seeing how much they want this like on the internet and denying it i'm yeah, just like yeah, i yeah. believe now you killed tupac yeah yeah yeah. i bet it was a cornish bit in this <laughs> <laughs> yeah like all the reacts on the like because it's on facebook all the reacts with the laughing faces and stuff everyone clearly gets it's a joke there's no proof that like People it was done by political that. opposition. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, that that's the fun I've been having, and I've just been getting lots of um, lots of really fun Georgian tabloid articles that, in first of all, the coolest alphabet in the world, but then also just like pictures of Tupac with pictures of Barra right beside them, <laughs> just being like, "Did he kill Tupac?" Oh, so this is this is like you know good big news in Georgia. So. Yeah, exactly. Well, like yeah, like you know whatever's on the the front of like OK Magazine. Yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. Shit. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, although I did post this. So I'm just and- thinking of like everyone that legged it from the Russian draft is just sitting around in corner shops. Yeah, yeah, living like this is you acclimating, like you're integrating to Georgian society. You yeah. will need to know who Barry yeah, yeah, yeah. is. <laughs> <laughs> and we will need your opinion on whether he did or did not kill Tupac mm. by the end of the week, <laughs> if you want to stay. Oh my god, yeah. So that's that's the that's the fun I've been having. I did post about this and some Georgian followers of mine were like, What? What when did this happen? I'm like, mm-hmm. Um but yeah. Uh, how do I transition away from this now? Um, well, who else was from Georgia? Of- Stalin. Uh, oh, yeah, you're a pro of this. <laughs> He's podding with the best of them. Um, so, yeah, we had uh, Kevin on to talk about uh, a documentary being made, uh, uh, Reds and the Heron, which will be coming out uh, uh, pretty darn soon after uh, you listening to this. So um, we, as a privileged podcasting elite, Uma and I, have actually managed to watch a, a, a press preview of the... Oh, yeah, right? <laughs> like, you're new to Berlin, but we're big deals. <laughs> oh, I got recognized in a pub for tweeting recently, and I got oh, I got so upset by that. For oh, tweeting and not podcasting? So, yeah, someone recognized me from Twitter. I'm like, oh, this Recognized sucks. your face? Yeah. Oh. It's on there. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, My full oh, name's on there. Uh, Nick and I were having beers, and he was like very drunk. Oh, yeah. He went outside to get a cigarette out of someone, mm. and someone was like, "Oh, I recognize your voice. <laughs> You're from Cornish Fifty. And yep. he was like, "Oh uh, yeah." I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and he was so upset that 
that's not that's not the real me. It's a character I do. Please call me Nicholas. Anyway, go on, sorry. Oh, yeah. That reminds me of the weird Liz Holmes article that came out recently of like, Liz is dead, call me Elizabeth. Oh, fuck <laughs> Forget all that weird things Scamming I did. Scamming and yeah. pushing someone to suicide. Anyway. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, watch this film and it is a documentary, I think, quickest summary is on the Communist Party of Ireland uh, um, just as a little kind of like potted history of them, basically. Yeah, it wasn't meant to be a history of the Communist Party of Ireland, so I don't I don't think it is. Okay, like, I don't enough. think, but I don't think you you come away from it like really knowing anything about it. I don't know. Would you? You watched it? Uh, so like, I guess the 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 first I get what it'll be like 10, 15, 20 minutes is yeah. like the kind of history of like oh, when yeah, they started. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you know, directed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. What do you mean you forgot? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot that. Uh, um, there is context, there is history. Yeah, but sure, yeah. At the end of the day, but like, there's is. no fucking historian or academic in it. Everyone that's in it, no, was like primary source was it. in it. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah, yeah. Everyone that was in it was in it. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, it's like it's meant to be. It's meant to be, I suppose, in the oral history tradition. Uh, capturing capturing mm. people's voices who went and did this thing. Um, the deadline I put on it for like was like you had to have been in the Communist Party or in Conley Ute movement, the Ute wing of the Communist Party yeah, yeah, yeah. before 1991. Sure. So yeah, you had yeah. to be in it while there was actual existing socialism apparently in Europe. Yes. Uh, before that fell apart. Yeah. Um, and then like the thing that drew me to doing it to doing it was um, was a uh, I think I read uh, Vivian Gornick's book, uh, The Romance of American Communism. Okay. So she's like American writer uh, from a communist party family. Her man and I were like in the commie party in America in like the 30s. Mm. And then she kind of moves away from that and then gets deep into feminism and then <laughs> sees, sees then how like 70s feminism then becomes hardline and stuff like that and starts splitting and then she starts going, oh, this just reminds me of like my communist family Sure. You, you know that kind of way? Yeah. yeah. And then she goes, oh, maybe I should go and like fucking chat to those people in their 60s and 70s who were in the the CPUSA like back in the 30s. And then yeah. like the next 400 pages was like this amazing kind of road trip that she goes on around America for like six years meeting people who probably should have just had academic lives but like who dropped out to be workerists and working in the factories and all this kind of thing. Right. Uh, and then it just got me thinking like, oh, I know a lot of people who are in the communist part of Ireland. Maybe be cool to do something like that with her and then obviously I'm not able to write so I was like okay we'll just film it yeah um, and then like the main thing that drew me to it was just like uh, what's it like when the world like that's the 1990-91 full stop it's like what's it like when the world falls apart you know yeah. everyone in Ireland says oh the, the fucking the Catholic Church is gone oh there's no more Catholic Church anymore but it's like there's still a Pope there's still a Vatican yeah. Yeah, and there's yeah, literally yeah. still Mass every Sunday you yeah. know that kind of way yeah. um, but you know there's a, there's no, there's no Soviet Union. It's literally gone. So I, I, I just wanted to ask Irish people or people who are in the Communist Party of Ireland, what is it like mm. when the thing ends that you've like gone and given like fucking 20, 30 years of like your youthful years? To, yeah. And then how do you feel after that? Uh, yeah. Are you like, oh, what the hell happened? You know? Yeah. Um, and it ended up being everyone, everyone I ended up interviewing ended up having been Communist Party of Ireland members I 
I tried to like talk to some people who were like kind of high up members of the Workers Party. Uh, sure. That's why it's called Reds because I wanted to have like a fucking broad kind of thing. Uh, but it's it's not it's not broad. Like people who were in it who who were in the film had been in different parties, but everyone was in the CPI. Mm. But people in the Workers Party seem to have been who are of age seem to have been like when I, like I met people. People gave me their time. It was nice and stuff like that. But uh, they seem to be like more depressed when recounting the fall of communism than people who were in the Communist Party. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe because people in the Workers Party, uh, you know, had five TDs, fucking three MEPs. You know, like they were the, an emerging really big force they, by the end of the eighties. They were well, like basically controlled the RTE for like <sighs> for a wee bit, like more than any other equivalent party in yeah. like any other country. Like, totally. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. Like I'm sure there was major political influence in state broadcasters around Europe, I imagine. Yeah, but, like, but not like a workers' party usually. Like Yeah, and it was a section of the workers' party that ended up being kind of run by this dude called Owen Harris, uh, a very interesting guy who was like up to his neck in court cases in Ireland at the minute, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and let's try not get into one. <laughs> but, uh, um, Libel in Ireland exists to destroy people. That's oh, my understanding of it. Yeah. Incredibly, yeah, yeah it's yeah. insane. Um, which would be something if like it'd be something that a, a new government could hopefully push against. But then I was like, well, why would they want to? But um, yeah. yeah, no, the Workers Party had major influence in. A section of the Workers' Party, like a cadre within the Workers' Party, who, when the eighties and stuff like that, it turns out they're like they're actually just unionists, you know. Yeah. And then in the nineties, they you know end up like Harris ends up like being a PR dude for like Fianna Fáil and David Tremble and stuff like that. Yikes. Um, a lot of a lot of strange people entered the Workers' Party grinder, uh, and came out of it in like very different spheres oh, around like yeah. high court judges lots of stuff yeah. you know um which which could be like a victory for the broad front nature of it um but <laughs> no whereas the communist party yeah, as we all know ireland's a communist country now <laughs> yeah, so as we know as we know now ireland's a communist country. yeah but like the communist party the people in this film uh would have been a way more of a tighter kind of smaller party than the wp but yeah. still but still would have acted as like kind of like an ideological touchstone for a lot of people yeah, people who were in the WP, people who were in Sinn, like Sinn Fein, um, people in Labour Party. Mm-hmm. Like, there's this amazing moment when the there's this amazing moment when the when the when the red flag comes down over the Kremlin, and then the next night, like Mick O'Reardon and others from the CPI go and hang a big banner outside Conley Books, which is still there in Temple Bar. Yeah, yeah. and it's like our flag stays red. Yeah, mm-hmm. but the Irish Times have this like from from in the next day have this like really fucking sarky taking the piss kind of article um but in the article it says who's in the in the crowd outside mm. watching the banner come out and it's labor party uh members some mm. councillors it's like some Sinn Féin councillors and members workers party people like the broad left you yeah. know mm-hmm. and that's i think what the communist party's kind of thing was you didn't have to be in it like those people in it very ideologically uh driven and like really kept the thing going and then people like Eugene McCartan who comes up is features a little bit in the film who like made sure the thing stayed alive throughout the 90s and stuff like that yeah. uh, but then it just it's it had and it still has like more of a broader thing where people can like dip in and out of it and you know yeah, take yeah. it take some spiritual guidance or whatever <laughs> and like and move on with it like you know yeah, the kind of way so yeah it has it has influence on the on the Irish left um but yeah I don't don't really know 
why we did the film, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we've done it now, so please well, we, watch it. <laughs> we've done it now. And uh, um, yeah, because like it, it's like I think you're you're definitely right to go with the cutoff date of like ninety one, obviously, because like the before watching this before like a couple of years ago when I started to like actually investigate Irish history, especially like Irish left history. Uh, um, where like this this stuff is can be very hidden if you're not looking for it totally yeah yeah um even when like even with the workers party which you said had like these kind of like benchmark successes of five tds and things like that like still also quite hidden uh uh, um unless you're looking for it and it's very i thought it was very interesting to see it was like the fall of communism was an interesting moment in the documentary as well as uh, um czechoslovakia yeah because it is very interesting, in my opinion, to see what these this group of people who are like both simultaneously so far from all of this and yet also kind of close, mm. like because they 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 believe in it. They a lot of them went on these trips to Moscow at various points, uh, um, but at the same time, like there is one other place you can go in Europe that's further west, and it's Iceland. Like it's mm. from like further from the 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 Soviet bloc, the, yeah. the Eastern bloc. Uh, um, and also, like, the impression you always get if you ever read, like, broad histories of the Cold War period, Ireland does not get a mention. Does not get yeah. a look in at all, no. Weirdly, no. when there's, like, a fucking a war ra- ra- raging on the island, like, you know? Yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and, yeah, like, there was, I think there was also this kind of, like, we, like, whenever you talk about, like, the american attitude to the cold war and the european continent because i'm a i'm a a freak obsessed with gladio and shit like that um it is amazing how much like one it's obviously like we're just going to leave ireland to british intelligence Mm. we're probably not going to fuck around much there they've they've got this quote unquote um i think there's also a surprise by the american intelligence community that like that war you're talking about raging going on didn't just end in 91 as well yeah 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 Yeah, they they i think they'd fully convinced themselves it was like a purely cold war thing yeah and it would just go away with like yugoslavia and the rest probably did end like cause of 91 as well yeah you know it's it's pretty darn close the dates for sure yeah um but yeah, no, it is interesting. Like, and there's a book that came out last year or the year before by John Mulqueen called "An Alien Ideology," right? And it's kind of like about how Ireland interacted with Soviet Union and stuff like that mm. throughout the Cold War. Yeah, and again, it's the Soviets kind of being like, "We can't get really too tied up here." Yes, <laughs> because yeah. this uh, is a war with Britain, and yeah. you know. Which, you know, we probably could cause World War Three if we like, start <laughs> milling here. Um, well, like the, that was the uh, if you ever he, like read like certain histories of like Cuba as well. It's like it does kind of come across in some readings that like Cuba effectively tricked the Soviets into like supporting them. Mm. Kind of like you have to support us. We're doing we're doing the thing you want yeah. countries to do, and they're like, oh well, shit. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you are really close to Florida though. So, yeah, like, there's an amazing poster from like the Tory one of the Tory like clubs. And it's like, uh, yeah, no, yeah. Ireland, the next Cuba. The UK, like Britain's Cuba. Britain's yeah, Cuba. Yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah, yes, yeah. please. And it's just, it's, just, <laughs> it's just the island of Ireland, the island of Britain, and then just like a big red arrow coming yeah. from Ireland into, yeah. into Wales. Yeah. Um, how do we make this happen? I would have loved to have, like, that poster's so iconic. Yeah. What's Pro- the meme of just like, I want to live in the world of a conservative's brain? Like, yeah, what they think yeah, is yeah. going on. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably a meeting that took place once, but, like, I would love to have heard what they were saying, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
Um, yeah, because and and then obviously another good reason to to do the cutoff date is uh, um, even before I started reading about all this kind of stuff, uh, um, the CYM is still relatively like a big organization mm. uh, um, in like what you broadly call the Irish left, like people who would just have a passing glance of Ireland, like from the UK or US. If they're really interested in like international left, they probably know people before profit and cym mm -hmm. as like the two things in ireland there's obviously more but like that's the thing they would oh know. okay i wouldn't have known people would have known cym really yeah as a that's thing. what like when i got introduced into irish twitter yeah that was one of the first like organizations i guess that i knew existed like okay leftist organizations yeah yeah, yeah. It, like it's probably just they like most of my like, so many of my mutuals are actually in cym yeah and then i thought like, I know oh, the why, what if because i thought i would be studying in ireland more than three months so i was like oh what if i joined cym yeah. and then i discovered that actually some leftist people think that the cym people are very annoying yeah <laughs> so yeah story of the left throughout yeah, history exactly. though like. Like, oh. why do why do they think they're annoying i think it's just like because they know individual people that are annoying. <laughs> yeah, 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 Not yeah, 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 because yeah, yeah. like CYM as an organization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like you magically join and you become insufferable. It's yeah, just yeah, like, exactly. I know one insufferable yeah, guy yeah, who's yeah. in it. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, name? A, a like <laughs> 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 name names. Uh, this is the other problem you get of why I'm so glad to be in Germany. Ireland is too small. Like, it is literally like. The, the the kind of stereotype like we all we all don't know each other. I've been here for five years and like, oh shit, we probably do all know each other. <laughs> like yeah. I've encountered. Well, I got off the train in Ostbahnhof there about like two hours ago. Yeah. And I in the distance I seen a guy from Dublin. Yeah. And I was like, for fuck's sake. There is, <laughs> there is so I had to like I had to like duck down a stairwell and get around him. Like, there is oh. nearly as many I could have just said hello to the What's dude. his name? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shout out to you. Uh yeah, no, there's nearly as many people in the city as there is in the fucking twenty six counties. <laughs> like yeah. so it's it's a um it's a whole thing. But um Irish German friendships or link ups have always like ended really well. So hopefully this does too, you know. Oh <laughs> like. uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, I'm reading about like Otto Skorzeny and his like holiday house and like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and the G2 Part and like partying with Charlie Hawtie and stuff, you know. Yeah, but like the G2 just like stalking him the yeah. entire time though. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Does he? Does he like he. Where does he end up after Ireland? He gets out of Ireland, does he? He he never officially resides there. He's just like doing very long holidays. You're right. Because uh, he wasn't legally allowed to reside there. Uh, Madrid, Spain. Okay. Oh, Franco of Spain. Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> and, if he and if he lived, he like died like a couple of months before Franco did. If he lived any longer, it'd be South Africa or Rhodesia afterwards. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Say, yeah. yeah, he was he was he was going on that trajectory, you know. <laughs> like, but. Um, <laughs> <Yikes>. <laughs> Anyway, how do we get here? <laughs> no idea. So I guess uh, um, before getting into uh, um, more meta topics, I guess of like how documentary is made, I'm just going to like I'm just going to do the roundtable of some cool shit I saw in this movie. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah, we we here at Cornish Beatty Heavy Industries GmbH would like you to actually go and watch this on TJ Cahart when it comes out. Um, we will post about links when it is available for. Uh, uh, and like that's the thing I'm really happy with it. That you can watch it outside of Ireland on the player. It's amazing. Mm. Uh, That's pretty like I, cool, I, yeah. I've done stuff on for RTE and it's you know, you can't have to be sending people <laughs> See, Vimeo I, links, you know. 
It's because it's in Irish. It's DJ Carrie, yeah. yeah. They're, they're, they're the better about that. TV, also, I can watch everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay. I, I literally downloaded the app on my, like, on the smart TV. Mm. And, like, whenever I'm homesick or whatever, I just, like, put on. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're, you're a minority language, and it's best practice just be like, let everyone just watch this. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. They're just like, whoever wants to watch us, <laughs> yeah, we're absolutely. here. <laughs> I, I also think, like, um, you're saying about Catalan, but, like, just because, like, you know, I watch Succession with subtitles on. Mm-hmm. So, like, the idea of watching, like, foreign language thing now isn't isn't as scary as it used to be ages ago, you know? Yeah. Because you just fucking watch your own language in subtitles. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, please, watch this film. It's in Irish, but, like, the <laughs> subtitles. <laughs> and I actually, I texted him. I yeah, you didn't realize it was in Irish. <laughs> I didn't realize it was in Irish. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, because I what, when they were started speaking, you were like, is this... Yeah, no, just like I a don't really know. heavy. I, I that's really common. I wasn't really thinking, okay. like, because I'm already in like foreign language mode in my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, English is not my first language. Yeah. Mm. So I was just like, oh, there's subtitles, and I just started reading the subtitles, and I didn't like. Oh, you didn't hear the Irish? Like, okay. That what okay. I was hearing wasn't English. Yeah. And I was like, oh, they're saying Agus. Agus is Irish. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <okay>. Yeah. <laughs> and I texted Karen like. I, it took me way too long <laughs> to, to see that, to hear that they were speaking Irish. Um, yeah, no, that that does happen as well because um, I think a lot of uh, people, even if you have decent English, you do not encounter the Irish accent. Mm. And I think a lot of non-natives will psych themselves up into being like, this is going to be impossible to understand. So when yeah. they encounter something that's impossible to understand, it's like, whoa, this accent is heavy. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, it felt like watching like Dairy Girls. So I was like, yeah. oh, okay. It's just a thick accent, and I was like, "Oh no, it's actually Irish. <laughs> it's a different you know, language." Right? It's a different <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's pretty common. Um, it is in Irish, which I also appreciate, and yeah, uh, um, cool. I need to get get better at. Uh, yeah, same. And like the TG Carter commissioner on it, Moira, hmm. she was like commissioner of on Colin Kuhn as well. So it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. this has got a little bit of Oscar stardust on it. <laughs> <laughs> no, they didn't get an Oscar in the end, did they? So no, no but, but it's still nominated. nominated. Yeah, that's right. that's something. Yeah, yeah no, this film is still nominated. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Wait, we're all the what? Like one of the things that was genuinely very surprising, I did not know because I had I had read it before. Is no, I think you were going to say the cool bits of the film. Yeah. Okay. We're, yeah, we're cool bits. Yeah. <laughs> cool bit. You're like, please tell fucking, me my film the, is cool. Can you do the fucking, okay. Okay. Yeah. First cool bit. If we're going in chronological order. Oh, opening, stop, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> opening shots really cool. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, it's it's. I, I was literally just going like, yeah, this is just like every Irish suburb. What the fuck's happening? It's just like, oh, big Lenin statue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's like. That that back garden is about three minutes from my house, <laughs> yeah. and it's uh. You'd never know. You would never know. That it's, uh, yeah, well, it's there. The, yeah, it's it's a it's the back garden of a DCU professor who like. <gasps> Uh, so cool. <laughs> yeah, um, who specializes in like post-Soviet states or whatever. No, oh, fair enough. And he's got like fucking. Someone was like, "You need to go talk to him." Blah 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 blah. So we went and knocked on his door, and then he's like, "Come on in." And he was the most help ever, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he's got two sheds out of his back garden, specially built sheds with like fucking air humidifier thing on it, or whatever. <laughs> and it's just like full of original stuff from ex-Soviet states, That's like so uh, cool. uh, you know, Lenin. Uh, photos on whatever this material is like that had been ripped out of like stuff uh, every fucking issue of Pravda it seems yeah um, family photo albums blah 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 just yeah that is so um, cool. and he's he just has it he just has it there and then 
as you'll see in the film, he then has a massive bust of Lenin's head yeah. uh, that he got shipped over from a railway station in Moldova that just had it thrown out the back. Yeah. And he, he was in Moldova and he seen it one day and then he was like, yeah, well, can I have that? And then he just literally organized a dude with a van and he drove yeah. back to Ireland. Oh my God. Yeah, like the, so the, cool. the, he was like the one good guy doing the fire sale of Eastern Europe like, yeah, yeah, in yeah. the 90s. Yeah. Um, yeah, fair enough. The, the Yang to Abramovich's Yin or something like that. Exactly. Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then the other uh, one of the other things is like it like very well researched film. I had a great time. Um, one of the things that was genuinely surprising to me was the the finding out that it was the CPI who did the Irish translation of the Communist Manifesto. Mm. Ono Muraku in particular. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What does he say? Like he. He was like reading it in Welsh, or you saw it was in Welsh one day, and he was like, "Yeah, why yeah. the why the fuck would the Welsh if have it's it?" It's fucking you know? Welsh. Yeah. Absol- oh, yeah. oh, absolutely. I'm yeah. all about that shit now, especially that my um my daughter is like what like okay, very unrelated but kind of related. My daughter's watching cartoons, and then like there's one cartoon on Netflix that is Irish made and has Irish accents. And I'm just like, yes, absolutely. Puffin Rock, is Puffin it? Rock, yeah. absolutely. Oh <laughs> yeah, <laughs> 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 fucking, oh, throwing chairs across the room for Puffin Rock. Yeah. Great show. <laughs> Una, Baba, I love you. Shout out to them. Um, no, but like then I found out by looking at the like Wikipedia page for it that it has been dubbed into Welsh but not Irish. Puffin like, Rock. Yeah. That makes no sense. It's not been dubbed into Irish. That's, yeah. Well, the Welsh actually you know, speak their language and do there, well. there is more Welsh speakers, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have thought there's more Irish speakers. No. Well, so no, it's more of a living language in Wales in that like there's actual big areas and stuff like that speaking it yeah. and kids go to school and learn it joyfully and stuff, yeah. you know? Um, it's a... And the Welsh football team qualifying for Euros and World Cup seems to have been like a f- centre point where people have like put their progressive nationalism onto it and yeah. all this all the chants in the football stadium now are in welch and yeah. oh okay yeah so it's the 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 church mostly uh, um the anglican church was a bit more chill about like uh, okay. doing things in the vernacular there's also where like which is what you want though right like no the pope wanted english-speaking missionaries so he was kind of like if we're going to if we're not going to do it in latin we're going to do it in English because mm. we need Jews to go into like Africa and the New World and shit to make people Catholic. Is it not also that like there's lots of other reasons? Yeah, <laughs> but you, you can be like I always I was think this about Welsh all the time. It's like it must be hard. Like I find it hard. Oh, I don't find it hard. I like, <laughs> but an expression, you know, yeah. um, to be like you know you're in a bar in a like. Baal, a place I've never been in Switzerland. Sure. But hypothetically, you're in a bar in Baal, and someone's like, oh, whereabouts in England are you from? And you're like, Dublin. And then they're like, uh? <laughs> but, but, but. but if that's hard for me, it must be extra harder for like someone from fucking Swansea. Yeah. Like, no, I'm Welsh, blah, blah, blah. So therefore, if you go and speak a language that isn't English, yeah. It yeah. Must be, that must be their protective barrier. No, but, like, but yeah, that's the, that's the story of like when England and Scotland merged, it became the United Kingdom. When England annexed Wales, it became the Kingdom of England. But they didn't, they were just like, yeah, this is part of yeah. England now, so fuck it. This, mm. this is a bit off topic, but I was once here in Berlin in an Irish pub and this guy like, started talking to me and I was like okay wait, where are you from and he's like oh I'm from Wales I'm like oh cool like do you speak Welsh and he started talking shit about like Wales and Welsh and like stuff like that Yeah. and then yeah. he was like yeah I'm here with my mates and I like turn around and they all look like the same same haircut as well and I'm like, <laughs> 
oh God okay cool no he was like oh yeah we're in the army Oh, uh, yeah. and not the free Welsh army. No, like, no, 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 not the cool army, yeah. the bad army. I don't think they and pay like, as well these days. Yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, the the British army. And he's like, yeah. I'm like, are you not embarrassed? Like, you're Welsh. He's like, what? what? And he got like super defensive. In like, Irish pub. I was really drunk, obviously. I wouldn't have been like, mm. what the fuck, dude? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I wasn't drunk. So I like, I started learning Irish again. Uh, um, in when I lived in Scotland for a couple of years. And in Scotland, it's magical power because then it's just like, I can understand a bunch of the like words you guys have that you don't even understand. Mm. Uh, um, like for example, we- Like, like places? Like, uh, no, places. like even even smaller things like that. Like uh, um, there is a part of Edinburgh called Cow's Gate. And then one day after work, everyone was just like, let's go to this pub, it's called Bo. And I'm like, cool, all right, like, yeah. He's like, I don't even know why it's called Bo. I was like, it's the- Cow. for cow yeah yeah this yeah. is cow's gate so like yeah uh, and they're like oh hey <laughs> cow's gate where connolly is born exactly yeah, yeah who yeah. was executed on this day yeah how many oh my years God. ago that's true uh, wow it's all coming it's all coming together <laughs> it's all coming together <laughs> and all this is in the film <laughs> yeah well at the very start of the film when you're talking about history roddy Connolly is kind of the guy that opens the film mm -hmm. uh, james's son and i was kind of thinking that uh the next kind of project I see myself going down is kind of like the Roddy Conley road. Oh. Um, so Roddy Conley is like fucking 12 in 1916 and fights in the GPO with his dad. Right. Uh, wow. Then about like, well, maybe he's like 14 or something like that. He's still a child soldier oh, by yeah. that. Geneva, yeah, yeah, yeah. Geneva conventions, you know? <laughs> um, but then uh, he kind of legs it to, he kind of legs it to St. Petersburg and there's that photo where he meets Lenin and stuff. Mm. Oh, yeah. uh, so and then it's like, oh, Lenin has the Irish accent because he learned his English from a woman from Rat Mines in London and yeah. something like that. But like, who the hell knows? But uh, yeah, so he meets he meets Lenin um, and then he he like, you know, comes comes back to Ireland and lands in the middle of the Civil War. And that's when like the first Communist Party of Ireland is founded, the 1921 Communist Party of Ireland. Um, and they're putting out like amazing newspapers where they're really against the civil war at the beginning <laughs> and then eventually uh, run with a headline something like civil war now or something like that you know the kind of way yeah. um, and then obviously the, the civil war in Ireland that kicks off in Dublin when the four courts is bombarded and stuff like that but Roddy Connolly and the communist party are like in and around the area the four courts and they call themselves the red guards and I'm like I didn't fucking know this. This no, is great yeah, stuff. Yeah, like, you know, yeah. there was so a cool. bunch of bunch of lads running around Dublin at the start of the Civil War calling yeah, themselves yeah. the Red Guards. Um, Connolly ends up then uh, being like a high up member of the Irish Labour Party like in the 70s yeah. uh, and hanging out with our president today, Michael D. Higgins and stuff like that. Yep. So, um, yeah, James but, Connolly's son had a had a life. <laughs> well, okay, I guess this leads to like one uh, uh, the, the like one of the topics I want to talk about, which is just like discussions of this. Uh, um, I'm going to call it like the broad left of Irish history, or certainly like post independence or post civil war kind of period uh, um, of like twenties onwards, and it's kind of like because yeah, like. I remember reading about shit. What is it? Uh, uh, the IRSP, mm. uh, Seamus's. Seamus Costello, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, And like, I remember just like Wikipedia page and then just like quotes from, I think, Connolly's daughter or grandma. Nora Connolly at his funeral. Yes, yeah. yeah. And then it's just like, because like, again. He's he, the guy, basically, she says, he's the guy who took my father's words yes. most, blah, blah, blah. That's very proudly yeah. displayed on his Wikipedia page, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but like, Again, Connolly is this person you learn about in school. He is a part of like secondary school curriculum, as yeah. is every other like member of the Rising. And it's just like 
Oh yeah, they have kids. They get kids. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, but like, why? Is, why aren't they everywhere? Yeah. Like, imagine if Washington's kids were still around. The Americans would be going fucking nuts. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's because his kids um, <laughs> decided to like you know not get involved in the free state. Sure. Um, yeah. Though his grands, his great grandson or his grand nephew died recently. Yeah. And there was a very big obituary to him in the Irish Times and it was like an amazing obituary I think it was Roddy Connolly who I've just talked about yeah. Roddy Connolly's son hmm. um, but anyway he joined the Irish Army and ended up as like fucking Lieutenant Colonel in the Air Force right. um, so like you know but he was he was doing that kind of off the back off the back of like this is what I'm doing this like to honour James Connolly you know that kind of way right, yeah, my, yeah, yeah. my fucking grandfather who fought in the East Horizon <laughs> but um, and then there's another one of Connolly's uh, uh, Roddy again I think his name is hmm. he was like big in saving Murray Street and stuff like that uh, the last battle site of the East Horizon and that yeah. but uh, yeah no like Jim Larkin's <laughs> relations and stuff like that and it's been knocking around like what's absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, not even not even like that they have to be on my television screen but surely someone who's like talking about them even like mm. I, it's just mm. it's just um I was, I was fairly politically ignorant for a grand portion of my life. Uh, um, um, I am definitely from a Fine Gael family uh, that does not want you to think about Ireland too much. Um, so, like, it was, but like, it wasn't like a lot of media was not helping. It was just like, yeah, Connolly, he's he's got a train station in town, mm. and that's better. Don't don't think about it too much, <laughs> kind of shit. Like, and it's really they wouldn't. Like, like, no, like, I mean, it's different now that we've gotten to, like, the centenary of, like, 1916 and 2016. Yeah. It's being talked about a little bit more. Yeah, but, like, but you don't talk about Connolly being, like, a Marxist around like that. Oh, Absolutely. No. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 Connolly, true. Connolly is, like, apolitical. And mythical, he shot some guys. Yeah. That, like, that's, yeah, yeah that's kind of mythical it. figure. That, he fought yeah. for everything that Eamon de Valera fought for. They had no, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. It's they like, loved each other. It's yeah. all kind of squashed yeah. into they all kind of, like, believe the same thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, it's. But he is kind of like the godfather of the Irish left. Like yeah. everyone, oh, yeah. everyone on the left will claim like the lineage back to, to James. Yeah. Like, mean, even the, even the Social Democrats today. Yeah. And yeah. I I actually do think voting for the Social Democrats is probably the highest form of consciousness that we can expect right now in Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's it's it's, it's there. Yeah. You know? I mean, even even the the Irishmen that went to fight for the Spanish Republic. Their group was called the Connolly Column. Mm. Yeah, like, like the 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 position he holds in the kind of like Irish left mythos is for anyone listening is definitely like is like the exact same as Rosa Luxemburg holds for like the German left. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, um, like it's like it's the big deal. It's like it's the guy. It's the person you like. Yeah. Read this person first. Yeah, kind of thing. And maybe like I always feel that about Berlin. I'm like, isn't it crazy? They've got places here called after Rosa Luxemburg. Mm. I was like, yeah. but I don't think about that about James Connolly in Dublin. I'm no, just absolutely like, oh, not. Of course. Yeah. And yeah. you're like, oh, a, a capital city of a capitalist country with places called after like a Marxist revolutionary. Yeah. But Rosa Luxemburg places here is the same as Connolly, someone in Connolly yeah, Station yeah. in Dublin, like you know. Yeah, but the, it's because in in Ireland they, as as you said, like they just ha and you said, like they just hide the Marxist identity yeah. of Connolly. Like, yeah. It's just like no, he was just a leader in mm. the rising. Like don't yeah. think too much about what mm. he actually said. Don't read 
what he actually wrote you know he just mm. like he died for our sins and and <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 like all the people in 1916 were functioning the same they all just had different names and different facial hair don't think about it too yeah, much exactly. yeah. <laughs> um yeah it's a so it, it does kind of thank god thank god now that you bring up god yeah thank god Connolly did go in all in in 1916 like if he hadn't our memory and lineage, I don't know, like it's dodgy territory, but having a Marxist in there with like Europe's first worker army, the Irish citizen army, yeah, you know, it, mm-hmm. it gives the left for the next hundred years kudos. Yeah. Um, yeah. If he hadn't have been in there, there was a couple of other strange people in the GPO. <laughs> things could have went very differently, you know? Um, so... Thanks, thanks for doing that, James. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out to James. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Sorry you died. But, you it, but like, yeah, I think for... I think another part of this as well, and I definitely feel it being outside of Ireland, is that like a lot of Irish history is published by very small Irish... Like, especially like left history, is published by very small Irish publishers. Mm. And it is very hard for me to get... Uh, um, a lot of these books that I would want to read. Conley mm. books. Conley, yeah, it's Conley books. Conley I just have to, books. whenever I go home to visit, I just have to drop into Conley books. I'm like, oh, what do you got? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes even then they don't have it. It's just like, yeah, it's like there's this one bookshop in Kildare that has this book. And I'm like, well, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It says they'll deliver to Germany. It's like, great. How much though? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's a, it's a, it can feel like, a, it's not a secret history, but it does feel like a secret history. Yeah. Um, and I suppose that's that was like the main driving force to doing this film. Mm. It was just like, like I, I've been knocking around the left since like my late teens or whatever, you know. Sure. And one of the best bits was you'd go on a march or you'd go to a meeting and then you go to the pub after. And to be older people there who would have been knocking around in the 70s and 80s, like one dude would be like Alan Maximone who passed away a good few years ago. And he just like, he'd been around the left. He'd been... He'd been like in the in the officials. Then he was like original anarchist, you know. Uh, and he just like he was just sarcastic and cynical, but like stayed on the left for his whole life. Like you know, he yeah. he wasn't he wasn't just in and out. He like he he stayed, but like he just had like just the best anecdotes. <laughs> and like after every rally or march or meeting, you'd just be like, "We need to go to the pub and listen to Alan." <laughs> and he would, he would never he'd never repeat the same one you know that kind of way because he just had he just like had them for days he, he just had them. he just yeah. had fucking pocketfuls of them and then like someone else who i really wanted to interview in this but again passed away and covid and stuff like that i fucking couldn't get to him uh it was like uh my friend's father he's a fucking friend of mine uh manos O'Riordan, whose oh, father right. is, oh, yeah. whose father is michael who fought yeah. in spain and who features in the film yeah. but like manis again was just like in every far left split he was in the friends of the international brigade yeah, yeah. he was also in bico british and irish communist organization yeah. who right. were like you know fucking head head the balls <laughs> you know like <laughs> and i'd openly say yeah. this to manis you know yeah, yeah. but like again they went and they did this they did these things and they like threw themselves at the historical moment and you know like they went down these rabbit holes and stuff like that but always with the idea of like a brighter tomorrow or something like that yeah. they weren't doing it out of like any sort of careers around like that you no. know like yeah. joining Join a bike. I was like, join a bike. was not going to get you well in your crew. It might get you far north here or something like that. But like, um, <laughs> but like these these people, you know, they went. But I, so I was like, when Alan passed away and then Manus passed away, I was like, I was like, and not to say everyone in this film is going to die soon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, my film's cursed. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, I was just like, 
I just want to start. And I, I found an old Instagram message that I sent to like Breen, who did the sound mix on it. I was like, oh, I'm going to do this like 10 minute film where I just interview loads of people who were communists in the 70s or 80s. Will you do a sound mix on it? Yeah. And then obviously it fucking then became this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so I think that was always the original thing of just like get get these people on camera, just given some sort of like given some sort of flavor of like what they lived through. Because there's also this thing in Ireland, and I've said this a couple of times about this film, it's like, oh, in 1990, Mary Robinson was elected. Mm. And whoa, and like, and that, that was literally a really big and good thing, sure. you know? Um, if you're going to use like fucking landmark moments in history to like plot it and stuff like that. But like it did help change it. But anyway, it's like in 1990, Mary Robinson was elected and then people started being liberal and progressive and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and then I was yeah, like, yeah. There was fucking loads of people before that. Yeah. Um. I and I also find that like it's very easy nowadays to be like on the left in Ireland or like you know just it's not very easy, but it's like. I mean, you're not demonized. Yeah. As much as yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. Whereas you know, Noel Brown, who uh, set up the DSP and you know was basically just like a European social democrat, uh, and like <laughs> you know all these people. No, no, he's the devil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> he wants he wants women to have rights. You know, yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. He, he like, doesn't want them to retire immediately as they, yeah. as they get married. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like ah, you're like it's like <laughs> so to to like to to choose this course, this trajectory in the 60s, 70s, 80s, as these people in the film did. And I'm not saying like these people are the people who changed Ireland, but I'm just saying they chose an uneasy road. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, now it's like a little bit easier to choose those choose those roads, like yeah. you know, in a kind of way. Yeah. Um. So, so I kind of I, I kind of wanted to like be like. Look, it, it wasn't just me and my like, you know, late twenties, early thirties people who voted for gay marriage and abortion. You know, we weren't the first people in Ireland who were, you know, no, no, no. you know, <laughs> sound. You know, I'm not saying I'm sound, uh, <laughs> but like breaking news: Ireland is suddenly sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, there, there has, there is, there is a lineage there through the decades. Yeah, yeah. And if you want to put it at the beginning of uh, Jimmy C going into the GPO and like bring it from there. Like there has, there's, there's been people banging their head at this thing for like a long time. Yeah. I haven't fucking got anywhere, but like they've, they've kept banging their head like, you know? Yeah. So like, because what is it called? TG? Cahar. 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 Four. Yeah, you know, I know. Yeah, when it's written down, I see the number four. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I, I got that part. Yeah. <laughs> I know how to read things. TG Cahar. Yeah. Um, it's a state-funded... Yeah, it was set yeah. up in the mid-90s. It had its anniversary birthday last year. Yeah. Maybe yeah. 30 years. Yeah. But it's yeah. basically Michael D. Higgins, uh, our president, who... Uh, <laughs> who personally funds... No, but he, he he was Minister for Ireland. Arts at the time. Yeah. And, like, oh, okay. he, he basically there. pushed it over the line. I'm probably, like, erasing loads of people there. But it was him as Minister for Arts yeah. that, like... Got Push this, it. got this okay. thing there, right, like, and now, and now, like thirty years later, it's just pumping out fucking commie yeah. propaganda. Yeah, that's oh, that's what I wanted to ask. Oh, like, absolutely. How, oh, sorry, how hard was it to like get it? Because okay, so is it in Irish because T G Cahard like picked it up, or was it already an idea? Uh, or it was already, it was definitely already an idea. Yeah, and then I said it to, uh, I did say it to, I did, say, I, I, I threw it around the place. Yeah. And then TG Carter were the ones who were like, we would like to talk about this. We're interested. I I also had like pitched it to them after it was coming like it was coming close off the back of another film that I did a couple of years ago, mm -hmm. which people seemed to like and got good reviews. So it was, <laughs> Great. you know, so I, 
when when you're when you're in that moment, you got like six months. Yeah, where you can like throw. <laughs> you can you're, like pick I'm, st- I'm still hot. Yeah, 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 yeah it's yeah, like yeah. I'm fucking hot right now. Car, <laughs> you know, keep the train moving. <laughs> but uh, so you're just like, it's gonna be exactly like that one. You know, yeah, the yeah. one that you liked. Even um, better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Better, yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, like it's it's an it's a fucking niche pigeonhole thing because you're like, right, you yeah. need to have been in the Communist Party before 1990. Yeah. And also, do you speak Irish fluently? You know, like, yeah, exactly. and then, but it, then it turns out that a lot of them well, yeah, did and do. Yeah, like, I, I was, I was, um, except um, like two of them, all of them spoke Irish. Well, one of them was from Philadelphia originally, so yeah, it's exactly. like, like okay, give yeah. her a pass. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe the two from Belfast. The two dudes from Belfast. Yeah, yeah, yeah which that's like a whole other kettle of fish. Yeah. <laughs> Just some dudes in Belfast. <laughs> They're like 80 years old. Like, <laughs> dudes. I'm sorry, but that is just like the cool history teacher. It's like, all right, listen up, class. There was some dudes in yeah. Belfast. There was this dude in Moscow called Stalin. There was this dude in... Anyway, you know where we're going. Uh, uh, <laughs> plays custom rap tape yeah, about yeah, the October yeah, yeah, Revolution. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you might think history is lame, but listen yeah, to this. Listen to this. Um, yeah, because like that was that was um, that was kind of surprising. Um, to a little bit like I was hearing some of them speaking Irish, and I was like, okay, this is the brief of the movie. You have to speak Irish, fine. But then they cut to the archival footage of um, of Faith. The like amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, um, for anyone who doesn't know, this oh, is yeah, like super cool archival. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We love archival footage. As a fucking nerd myself, I, I feel I like everyone on the left loves archival footage. That's yeah. just the thing. Like, yeah, I feel like we all have history degrees. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm a fucking dumbass. But um, the Faith, if I'm not mistaken was an Irish language news program that was on the English-speaking channel. Right? It was, was on, on RTE, yeah. It was on RTE, yeah. yeah. Um, which is, like, I think they're bringing back now, they've just announced they're going to have, like, an Irish language current oh, events. Oh, I didn't know that. That's yeah, an okay. RTE. Uh, which is, like, that's should have been a thing forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then, like, yeah, then, then they're just going to, like, Communist Party's headquarters, Communist Party headquarters in, like, the 70s or whatever and like they're also like well here's our Irish guy who can speak Irish mm. we'll just roll him around kind of thing <laughs> yeah. it's like fucking hell um, token Irish I mean it's just I get a little bit like but fake also follow the Communist Party of Ireland to yeah. the Communist Party of the Soviet Union conference oh fuck yeah, 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 yeah the Kremlin. yeah that was right yeah, yeah. you know okay. I didn't know. They were on that shit. I didn't know about. Um, so I didn't know about fake or any of this archive. Yeah, and I remember being in like the RT library, and like that's the best thing about doing these things is like they're like, here's the key to the library, like go yeah, look, you know, yeah. kind of way. So I was in there for like fucking two weeks, maybe all in, like just, and like it takes you such a long time because you get one tape and it's like a fucking VHS tape yeah. and you're watching it, that's and then so cool. it's got Can I nothing. Be hired for the next yeah, one? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But so it's got cool. nothing to do. The tape will have nothing to do with the thing you're doing. But you're like, you won't find out until you watch it all. But also, <laughs> like you're but you're also like, oh, this yeah. is fucking cool as fuck. And then you're watching it for ages. And then you're like, oh, that the whole day's gone. And now I'm getting kicked yeah. out. But, um, That's why you spend two weeks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just watching shit. But the 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 fake stuff when I came across that, I was like, how did I think I was going to make this film without, without this? Yeah, fair like, enough. What was I doing? You know. Um, and then when I found it, it was like such a goldmine. And then I was also like. What the hell was going on in the seventies in RTE? Mm. That like it seemed as if like once every four weeks, fake were doing like a special on the Communist Party of Ireland. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, so like obviously you know it, you love it. We're doing it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, 
conservative Ireland, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I was like, well, there's two channels in Ireland in the 70s, and one of them on a Tuesday night at half seven is pumping out, like, Irish language comedy propaganda. Yeah, and maybe yeah. the station chiefs were just, like, Irish, because, you know, Irish language seems to be an island of itself in RTE. Like, yeah. you kind of, like, do stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, and maybe that was the same thing with fake, but, like, I was I was really blown away with like what was going on there. There was also like a really amazing bit of archive, and I didn't make the film where Mick O'Riordan, uh, like Spanish Civil War veteran Mick O'Riordan, yeah. um, it was like brought on the news, the news at like six or whatever. Yeah, like the day after, a couple of days after Yuri Andropov dies, and they're like, "And oh, now, uh, Mick, how's this going to affect? Uh, how's this going to affect things over now?" Over in Soviet Union, it's <laughs> like that's going to affect things with your loss. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What's what's going to go on there? Yeah. But I was like, I just wouldn't have expected that from you know this like conservative Ireland that you're told of, where the Catholic Church ruled with an it iron fist. It kind of goes against the narrative of. It's like well, yeah. if the rule was such, well, it did rule with an iron fist. We know that. Yeah. But like, it seems that now and again, like in this world that I was looking at, stuff seeped through into the mainstream. Like, and yeah. the Communist Party got a fair whack of telly uh coverage um yeah. compared to their size and influence like it's um then again maybe people are always just drawn to the different thing as well like you know the kind of way like i like i always get the because i've had to explain it a lot to to germans mostly but i guess like anyone outside of ireland about like the referendums that happened because that made a lot of the international news that the like, same-sex marriage and the abortion referendums and it's like these referendums happen because like or like they happen because a lot of like uh, uh, activist work and stuff but like we didn't suddenly like the campaign didn't make our opinions on this like we weren't like homophobia didn't end when the vote or like didn't begin and stop when that vote happened it's like mm. no like I always get the impression especially when I read back a lot of this history that like there was a lot of stuff under the surface there was a lot of like progressive opinions and things like that that were just like not given the time of day in the history books or whatever and we're mm. just kind of like told that I like the, the Catholic Church controlled a lot of stuff mm. and they kind of wrote the history of like the 50s in Ireland. Mm. But the, uh, one of the ones that I found recently is um, um, there is an Irish language like book and tape, like learn Irish from the 50s. I want to say it's like Buntus something or something like that. Buntus Neheran, yeah. Might be that, yeah. And the, the video companion and a TV show companion is just like women in miniskirts teaching you irish and i was like this is not the image i had of ireland in the 60s <laughs> that yeah, we just have like we have like what looks like austin powers extras yeah, yeah. like teaching you how to say like it's cold outside <laughs> tehran before the revolution yeah it really <laughs> yeah, is yeah, that yeah. like yeah. and you're like because yeah because it's the reason those photos do well on reddit is just like it goes against people's understanding of what yeah. that country is or yeah. was blah 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 and it's like in Ireland, like, there's a thing called Reeling in the Years. You probably mm. know it, Uma from being there. Reeling in the Years. It's like, mm -hmm. it's basically like, uh, it's fucking really good. We got someone from the archival footage to just have a field day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that's that's now the everything that's in Reeling in the Years is what is everyone's history of Ireland, you know, kind of way? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's like a bombing, some football, and then a bit of Eurovision, and then like some social progress. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, but there's also like a totally other ireland as well that yeah. was going on in the 20th century absolutely um but yeah when you when you kind of have it presented that way it's just like mary robinson becomes president and before that we fucking hated women yeah. every one of us yeah yeah because yeah, yeah, yeah. it yeah when it's presented to you like that mm. it kind of makes it look like it was just 
it's white now, it was black before, or like... Yeah. yeah, and it's an easy, I suppose it's an easy thing to do as well with your brain, like, just to decipher stuff down to that, like, yeah. you know, the kind of way. I think also with Irish history in the 20th century, it's also like, there was the IRA, and then there was like, other stuff. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, there was also like, fucking six IRAs. <laughs> like, um, there was the Good Friday Agreement, and yeah. that was like the IRA and the Brits like shook hands, and that was it. Yeah, um, I don't know. Maybe that's like you know that's that's the surface level stuff, and then below it there's like really loads of interesting shit. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, one of the one of the things I I I struggled to find out was uh, or one of the books I was looking for when I was back last in Ireland was uh, um, kind of like the left or academic take on. Ireland during World War Two, but like in Ireland, in in the uh, um, twice the Free State, like because mm. that's actually like very hard to find because uh, uh, it's not a part of Republican history. Uh, uh, it's not really considered like a huge part of it because when you get to that time period, it's like what's happening in the North mm. mostly, and the stories I hear about just like no freedom of press, the emergency, quote unquote, like is just kind of like. That's super interesting. I want to read about that, but I have yeah. a hard time finding stuff yeah. about it. I can recommend you books. Excellent. <laughs> I found like one by some guy who works in a uh, uh, university of Limerick, so I'm like, mm, I'll, read, I'll read that. No, I, I had a class at UCD that was it was women and okay. like Irish and British women in the first and second world war. Yeah. But my professor wrote a book on like Ireland and the second world war. I'm cool. a bit maybe like focused on women and the home front but like sure. ireland was neutral anyway yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah the internment camps in like the Kura in the second world war are really interesting yeah because like uh you get like uh future leaders of the ira and stuff in it you have mick o'reardon who <laughs> just like pops up throughout 20th century yeah. <laughs> pops up throughout my film oh, he's in he's it the coolest yeah ever. yeah it's really just like any book command f look for his no, name he, and his yeah. he, he actually like when he went to ebro in 1938 he crossed the river Ebro with a Catalan flag mm. because he said that he wanted like the liberated Catalan people to see their flag. That that was the first thing that he wanted them to see. Mm. And and I, I, yeah, and like I suppose his record um you know, it stands with stealth. Mm. And that but even even in this film, like he's such a like a presence throughout it. Like even when we were editing, we couldn't he always like found himself into the edit. Like, <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah. again, Jesus yeah. Christ! Um, and he's like yeah. the dominant Irish communist, yeah. like all the way up to his death. Like in his funeral, like Bertie O'Hearn is there, and you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I suppose, like this is a guy that's never been elected at all and stuff like that. Like, but uh, you know, he had he had such a presence, yeah. and I think as like small and whatever the communist party of Ireland is, that's as I was saying originally, like. It does seem to then mm. have this like cultural or whatever uh, thing, yeah, 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 permeates that that out outweighs its actual membership mm. or its its size and stuff like that. Like, yeah, you know yeah, the kind yeah. of way. Um, and then it all fell apart in 1991. <laughs> 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 oh man, that's a that's a that's a lot of countries. <laughs> that's a lot of things. Um, you no, know. it's quality. Yeah. Yeah, and they like painted. It's like in the Ebro Museum. Mm. Yeah, it's just like they painted like a painting of uh, <laughs> Hell yeah. like just carrying the Catalan flag, and then Manos went to see it. Right. Um, so I guess yeah, the the 
I guess one of the last questions I, I, I want to talk to you about is uh, kind of related to a lot of what we talked about here, but I, I am just kind of curious of, despite you know what you've done already, despite what you plan on doing, you talked about uh, um, Roddy Connolly, um, what other like what other stories in like the Irish left do you feel like are just like not being told or not being like put out there to like on TV basically? Connolly Collum. Connolly. Um, like you mean like from a historical thing, like or just like from your kind of like perspective because you you've gone pretty deep in this now and it's yeah. Well, I always think it's interesting that, like, the Irish Parliament, outside of any other Parliament in, well, I was going to say Western Europe, but, like, anywhere in Europe, mm. is constantly electing Trotskyites. Yep, yeah. How is Trotskyism, and no one even talks about this in day-to-day, like, you know, okay. how big Trotskyism, the ideology ideology of Leon Trotsky, you know, yeah. how, it, how it defines Ireland. Yeah. But, like... The parliament has been full of trots. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's going on? Well, the, like that was the 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 UK was somewhat similar as well because like, but they all went like a very different direction. Of they all became like weird right wing pundits because mm. uh, that's like fucking everything on Spiked dot com. They're like yeah, all yeah, of them yeah. were like Trotskyists at one Living point. Living Marxism. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And it's just like again, what the fuck happened here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, something, something on these two islands. Uh, um, when Trotskyists get out to it, something, something magical <laughs> happens. <laughs> yeah, maybe Trotskyism was never meant to be. It was never meant to go this far west. <laughs> <laughs> but for some reason, uh, people are into it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like the big thing is, the, like the big thing I think is the Workers Party. Uh, mm. Scott Miller and Brian Hanley did an amazing, like an incredible book into it. It's kind of the book that they put, did a book called The Lost Revolution. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. 12 years ago. Uh, I was actually, ha- I was having coffee with Brian this morning before I got my plane. Oh, before right. the, 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 my, oh, okay. Flex. Yeah, flex. <laughs> you know, before I got my, my Kremlin-funded jet over here by you guys. Um, but, um, we funneled it through various Cayman Island post boxes. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> but like, I did a film years ago uh, on Sean Garland uh, called the man with the hat because that's the name that the CIA gave him. Right. He was like, um, he was like head of the Workers Party. He was uh, born in Dublin in the 1950s. Uh, you know the song "Sean South" from Gary Owen. Yeah, it's actually wrong. It's Sean Garland from Dublin. It should be because he's the guy that carried <laughs> Sean South's dead body. Blah blah blah. Yeah. But he goes from like IRA militant in the border campaign all the way up to you know, you know, hardcore Marxist. Mm. Uh, and then being wanted by uh, the US for extradition for forging, you know, dollars with the North Koreans in like the mid two thousands. Um, <laughs> so like I, I did a film with him, like just interviewing him and letting him put his cross. But he, he probably became the director of it by the end. You know, kind of way. <laughs> I was like oh, oh, these people. This is how powerful of a personality these people are. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. you know the kind of way. Um, but I think there's so much more to be explored there. Mm. Um, like the government that came in just after. Uh, the f- the economic crash in 2008 you know the Fine Gael Labour Party government yes the head of the Labour Party at that stage is Eamon Gilmore mm. where did Eamon Gilmore come from he came from the Workers Party of course he you know <laughs> and where did Prunches de Rossa come from he came from the Workers Party and all the higher echelon of that of that uh, incarnation of the Labour Party yeah were from the Workers Party which was like a huge Marxist Leninist party in Ireland in the 1980s yeah. yep who you know believed in all the good progressive stuff but at the end of the day were like 
hardcore Marxist Leninist. And, and uh, again, when the work when the book Lost Revolution came out, yeah. it was like this is gonna everyone who was reading it was like, This is gonna this is gonna fucking bring down the government, you know, L O L. Yeah. And it was like Nah. No, 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 it's like, no one give a fuck about no, it. No. <laughs> you know, like, uh, uh, if, if you haven't been able to tell by Kevin's tone, uh, Labour Party in Ireland is very far removed from these uh, kind of ideals. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but they have started reusing a little red starry plow badge, so they um, maybe they're coming back. They seem to be doing a lot of flailing in the wind, trying to figure out what will make them work again. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, well, yeah, they seem to have just taken a, a turn towards, you know, uh, socially progressive issues which is totally sure. fine but I think that market is like full and Fine Gael may even have that market so yeah. <laughs> you know um, I also I don't know if you have time but I wanted to ask like because I'm, I noticed um, that most of the people or if not all that are in the, mo- in the documentary they're not members of the Communist Party anymore yeah and they m- many of them like left like Last year. Oh. Years ago. Well, do you know what you're talking about here? No. No? Like, I wanted but to ask, This like, was leading to a question. On? Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> like, I, so I wanted to ask, like, what's going on? Yeah. Well, that's interesting, because we did a screening of the film a couple of weeks ago in Dublin, and a couple of my mates who were at it were like, all those people with, like, 2021, were, like, are they dead? And I was like, no. But basically, there's been, in the last, like, couple of years, there's been a split in the Communist Party of Ireland. Okay. Mm-hmm. So... There's a new party now called the Irish Communist Party. Oh yeah, that's how um, <laughs> And it's a. Uh, I I remember at the time when I was like, should this be the film? When I followed this split of this Communist Party of Ireland to the Irish Com- and then wiser people were like, absolutely no way, <laughs> no yeah. way. You're, you're, you've gone niche enough. You don't need to do this. But basically, yeah, there's a split. Uh, it seems I have a lot of people in the north of an older generation have gone Irish Communist Party. A lot of people in the South have stayed Communist Party of Ireland. Um, It's a split. Uh, It's very, it's very odd that, you know, you could stay under this organization right through the 90s and the 2000s and then you have a split uh, now, you know, in the last couple of years. Um, five years old. But there's, there's lots of different strands as to why that has happened. And, I I don't know the definitive thing. I, I just know like about five different sides of the story. Again, <laughs> it's like real left train spotter stuff. Yes. Yeah, um yeah, yeah. and if you read the Phoenix magazine or whatever, uh they do like nice sarky uh little articles and columns on it every now and again. But uh I think the Communist Party of Ireland have patented the Sunrise logo with the hammer and sickle underneath it to uh to keep it theirs. But yeah. That's why in this film you will see some people with 1968 to 2021. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah. like what happened? Yeah. Uh, they they left and formed the new Irish Communist this Party. Is, okay. This is also when the CYM deco- decoupled as well. Yes, yeah. it's it's related they to that did? thing. Yeah, yeah, they're they're no they're still called youth yeah. movement, but they're like technically independent now, right? Or, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like at the recent May Day march and the May Day march that we filmed for the film, oh, the yeah. CYM, yeah, and the CPI, and then another bit of the CYM are all marching differently and stuff. It's like that. a my my attitude, like yeah, because you're right. It's very like uh, yeah, leftist train spotting is a great term for it. Because also the the way I felt about hearing like all the stories and stuff was just like I don't feel personally enriched from knowing this stuff now. Yes, like it's not like yeah. it's, not, it's not the feeling you get from reading like a good book or whatever. It's like no. uh, I'm not sure what I would do with this information. Yeah, uh, um, but yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. I was I was also wondering that question, and then I got remembered. I was kind of like, oh, do maybe people retire from party membership? 
Mm. Maybe the pension's so shit you can't make dues anymore or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe the next doc is on the Irish Communist Party. Yeah, there you 2021 go. 2021 to present. <laughs> <laughs> Dargana of Ireland. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. uh, but, uh, look, fair play to them. Um, these are people who have been going at it and have stuck to their guns. Literally and unlitterally uh, mm. <laughs> for like for quite many decades. I like that. Uh, yeah, like I am, I'm like, like really uh, lazy and tired all the time. And I'm like, to be in your seventies, to be splitting away from a party to form a new party. I'm like, that's fucking brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah. it's not 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 exactly what I envisioned myself doing in my seventies. No. It was just no. like. I feel like if I have a strong opinion about anything in my 70s, I'm just like, nah, put me away. <laughs> yeah, no, I find I'm it hard done. to have an I really find it hard to have an opinion about things now. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm assuming I'm going to be more tired when I'm 70. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, like, even football teams that support, I'm like, oh. No. Zero they, vision. And that's they, like one week in a year. They drew? <laughs> oh, okay. Not for you, though. Jesus Christ. No, no, I started, start I started like, Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five months in advance. Yeah, your vision season. You guys are talking like you're old. You're not old, please. Yeah, I'm old. Yeah. No, you're not. You I just mean, have a kid. That's going to be cool. A kid makes you feel old. <laughs> <laughs> she has boundless energy. <laughs> yeah, well, fair enough. She'll just wake me up by jumping on me. <laughs> it's, it's terrible. <laughs> anyway, uh, with that, thank you, Kevin, for coming on. Oh, thanks for flying me over. Yeah, it's yeah absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're very welcome. <laughs> <laughs> We have a deal with EasyJet. That's who funds the podcast. No, it's, it's just EasyJet. Um, yeah, the, the dark machinations behind the Corner Speedy podcast. Budget Airlines. Um, <laughs> cool. So do we have anything to shout out? Uh, other than the Hamburg live show is is underway. Is, Thing, it, is th- it happening? Things are happening. That's all I can say. If you're in Hamburg, leave the next four months free <laughs> for when we eventually get a date uh, um, and yeah movies called uh, Reds and the Heron it is available on TG Cahir soon or now depending on when this comes out there will be a link you can look at the link <laughs> anything else you want to shout out Kevin before we go uh, no that's good thanks, all right. thanks for the beers it's all good yeah, yeah. alright and we will see you on the bonus feed ciao ciao bye bye <laughs>